Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started Hey guys, Jason here. Just a quick disclaimer. This audio had a little bit of a connection problem when we recorded. There's a little bit of a glitch on some parts of our conversation. I'll do my best to clean it up, but I just wanted to give you a heads up so you don't feel like you're going crazy listening to this. Still a great episode. Leslie is a wonderful guest. She's really funny. So thank you for bearing with us. Good afternoon, Chris Black. Yo, what's really good? Hey, um, just got home from a bike ride, and love to hear that, TJ. How was it? How far did we go, baby? I did. I did about twenty-five today. A light twenty-five. I'd love to hear that. the uh, The downside, though, my uh, my left my left leg, like right on on the inside of my knee. Yes, getting some soreness, getting a little a little pain there. What what is what area TJ. is that called? It's very funny you mentioned that. I literally rushed from my uh, acupuncturist on Beverly U family um, because of my <laughs> ankle issues. My ankle issues, and, and let me just recommend some acupuncture for you. It, it fixes all the ails. U family hooked it up, is what you're saying. Um, I went there when I had a terrible back problem. They treat a lot of celebrities and musicians, so I obviously felt right at home. I, um, I didn't didn't like Flea go there or someone? Yes, yes, Flea. Not not also no doubt era Gwen Stefani. Um, so uh. you know it's a it's a hot spot if you will. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, Winnie hooked me up, and now I got these cool patches from China that smell funny. Um, very cool, but. But I would honestly, dude, it's eighty five dollars. It's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna need to get. I mean, I, I'm, I'm down. That sounds cool. But I think this is just something that'll go away after a couple of days. Well, you gotta hit it with the gun. You know what I'm saying? Well, I hit it with a gun, and I hit it with some weed sport, and I'm sure in, you know, that'll work. By the time tomorrow rolls around, we'll be back in the south. I mean, you know, I was able to do a twenty five mile bike ride with this pain, so it's not that bad. Well, the real question, TJ, is is you know, are you taking care of your body? Are you stretching? You know what I mean. Are you are you? I'm doing actually not. Re- I'm actually not doing as much active recovery as I really should be doing. My stretch game is weak. That's yeah. We've heard about your games being weak, but I think that that is oh, no, that, like sex. That is not the sex. Not sex <laughs> my, ones. Chris, are you saying that my dick game is weak? <laughs> um, but I, I do think that. That as we get older, um, you know, since you're approaching your 50th birthday in just a few days, I think that um, mm-hmm. taking care taking care of your temple 
is of the utmost importance. And you saw me limping around the tennis court yesterday. It's embarrassing. Like you can't, you know, you, 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 it's unsightly and unfortunate to, to have to. It's, un, it's unbecoming like as well. But but you but you do be stretching, is what you're saying. You're you're a stretch man. Um, well, Hunter, my trainer, leads me through a series of warm-ups um, on a weekly basis, and he also texted me a nice series of uh, foot and ankle workouts to do. Oh, Hunter, he's so, so thoughtful. So, so I mean, even though honestly, even though Hunter guides you through these these guided stretch meditations and all of that, you you are still limping around like a like an old old person. Uh, well, and, he told me losing, today actually losing at the tennis against me. Who does, <laughs> who does no stretching is kind of the point I was trying, trying to make. I I know what point you're trying to make. Um, if again, if not bragging, Hunter, I don't want that to come off as braggy at all. Hunter can't be with me everywhere, Jason. You know what I mean. So <laughs> it's it's you know, unfortunately, left to my own devices, I will overwork myself, and that's what he said today. He said this feels like a just an overwork injury where you've just gone too hard, mm-hmm. which is obviously the case. For someone like you who doesn't go very hard at all, I'm surprised you're getting injured. Right? You know, because I don't go nearly as <laughs> dummy as Chris Black does. <laughs> he leaves right. it all Bro. on the floor. When You know, sometimes uh, when he goes to pick up the ball, he can almost bend down all the way and get it. <laughs> and I saw exactly, yeah. I saw him jog a little bit yesterday instead of the normal kind of uh, shoe-dragging walk that, that he does. So. Do not do not paint the picture to our listeners. One day, I, one day, I, one day, I will be there on on your level. You, I don't, I don't want anyone to think that you have a club foot just to just to let them know that you behave as if you did have one. Sure, yes, exactly. So you yeah, might have you. some type of psychosomatic club club disease. That's, I mean, if anybody's suffering from club disease, Jason, I think also that, would that be sounds you. that sounds like a, a Charlie XCX record. Psychosomatic uh, club disease, volume four. Okay. It does sound like that, dude. So, I, I, just to give you and our listeners an update, this mm. this Dutch guy thing has gone. Yeah, sorry to Team Finland for I, I, that was, <laughs> there was there was no shade. If if you uh, were offended by that, I just I just straight up got the country wrong. So, so today, the the same journalist who broke the story of this guy cribbing my vibe has now uncovered a a, a long list of tweets that. He just he just copy and pasted in a different language. Yeah. So this so we talked about this yesterday or on, on the last episode, but there there seems to be a doppelganger lur- lurking in the in the forests of Copenhagen. This man has completely stolen Chris's entire valor and swag, um, down to the exact pair of of glasses that Chris wears. He's copying all of Chris's tweets and then reposting them in his native but language. The most interesting, a, a very interesting deep twist. He named his agency the Dutch equivalent of world's best ever because I used to have that column on our friend Dave's website who also owns Weed Sports. So it's full circle today. Oh, I need to talk to Dave about this then. Yes, Dave can be brought in on this. So it's a very interesting, but I, I just don't, so, I'm sorry, I really. I feel bad for the guy, dude. I feel bad for the guy. Like, who well, cares? You sh- I mean, you. Sh- I don't know. Well, th- not only does he have the same glasses as you, which is whatever. That's fine. And but that's not fine. That's the only part that actually probably you can, you can steal my. You can steal my stupid tweets all you want. Look, he's, that's, okay, that's he's public. stealing his tweets, but he's he's trying to present his this brand to him and the rest of his audience as if. It, it, you know, there's no, there's no point 
other than this is Chris Black and I'm taking Chris Black and I'm going to make a new life out of it. It's not just like a character or like a thing. It's like a whole life. Okay, this guy has a podcast and the description of the podcast is like very (laughs) similar to the description of this podcast. He has a Tumblr where he posts all the same chicks that Chris Black posts on a daily basis. All the Sienna Millers, the Lily Allens, the, the, the vintage Kate Mosses. Pictures the chicks, of the chair. It hits too hard, the chicks. It, it's a very specific mix of celebrity women that I that I talk about and prefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't ha- that doesn't happen the just range, coincidentally. The range that I have is I mean, it's shocking that someone would think they could rip that off and no one would notice. I mean, but what who else I, can well, my question <laughs> is at what point do all of these like crazy, you know, maybe pathetic or you know, just kind of dark, sad things turn into like like this is a this is a catfish situation this is like an identity crisis this is some type of you know actual condition or disorder you know i mean there's probably something to that i also you know i was translating the the um the stuff earlier and it's basically like that it's just been going on for so long and I don't, it's not like I'm, it's not like he found this shit like in the cut. He's, like, he's been swagger jacking for like th- two or three years. Years, now. And I'm, but I'm also like out here, like it's not like it couldn't be uncovered is what I'm trying to say. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pretty public, like this shit is on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, <sighs> which is, you know, it's not strange that somebody would take some of your stuff and repurpose it. You know, for people in his country of his following, it's it's possible to you know. Obviously, he's gotten away with it for years, and you you had no idea about this. But you know, you can only I, go as so a person who I stand firmly, you know, against cancel culture as we do on How Long Gone. So <laughs> for, for this man's for this man's livelihood to be taken away because he swag surfed me, a lowly blue check, I you know <laughs> I can't. I can't really support that. I, I honestly can't. I'm like, dude, let this guy cook. Who cares? Um, are you only saying that because you are slightly afraid for your life? No, 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 no. I honestly, I honestly, it makes me feel so weird that people are like piling on. You know what I mean? It, it's not right, right, like, right. I mean, it, it's yeah. not like he's famous. It's like, what's the point? You know what I mean? It, it, it just, I don't, I think it, again, I think it's because he was writing stuff that was like, very um like snooty in like a non-humorous way like telling people how to be like a copenhagener or whatever and yeah i think that opened his his door for attacks yeah 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 much like your persona you know if <laughs> the type of mean? person who well we've talked about that before you're you're more of a target for criticism if you're a person who is already an outspoken critical person it's true. to begin with it's true you know, if if, if you're true. the type of person that just talks about how awesome everyone is, you know, they're not really going yeah, to enjoy taking you down versus somebody who always has an opinion about something. And but see, that's the unfortunate. A negative one. I don't think that's fair. I think I'm equally as passionate about what I like and what I don't like, but people only want to focus on the negative. That's Jason. true. That's the real problem, you know? Well, focusing on the negative is fun. That's why I like to do it. That's why I like to do it too. But you know, in this case, I, I you know, I am I am calling for the end of the online abuse of Oliver N. E. If that's how you say his name. Well, <laughs> and, you, hopefully, he writes back to my email and, and agrees. Did you email to come him? On, yeah. Well, 
I, I, yesterday morning, I was like, you know what? I should email this guy and see, just to see what his deal is. Maybe hear his side of the story. Maybe he wants to come on the podcast. That'd be good content. And I, would I, love I went to his website, you know, his, his Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. It was blocked or private. So I found his website that was still up, found his email, emailed him. And then like two hours later, I went back to the website to show my LP and he had taken his website down after that. So you could, well, the other thing that he had done, address. the other thing that he had done that was so crazy was he had, he had like remade t-shirts that I had made five years ago. <laughs> I mean, like exactly, exactly remade. That's pretty insane, actually. But again, who cares? It's like I stole those pictures too, bro. We are stealing from the same place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's to me, it's it's just fascinating to get into the mind of somebody who has let something go this far. I want, you know, I want that catfish moment. I want. My, are we calling like Max and Neve, or are we going to wait? Like, did you already bang their line? Um. I mean, I planted the seed with Max. Let him know that he might have to. He might have get to get back in the game. He might have to pull his five D out of the case. And, <laughs> Max and, doesn't use a five D. Max uses a little handheld one. That's no, what's no, so no, cute. No. Yeah, he uses a little Sony guy. Him and his beautiful head of hair out there uncovering these little catfishies. Yeah, I gotta get. We gotta get Max on this show. We do need Max on the show. I think I would. I would love to hear because they replaced him. You know, Neve replaced him with a bunch of bum ass fake celebrities. So it's like mm. I, I'm, I'm Team Max. Yeah, who did he have? Like Tinashe or something? Bro, he's got like Trav T Mills, like like that, uh. like like, like, <laughs> like truly like budget, like guys that we could do a better job than, but we don't have neck tattoos. <laughs> which which is a, a little surprising. One would one would not be surprised if you had a neck tat. I think. I, I would go. I would go hands before neck. Mm, you know. Okay. Well, the traditional job stopper, as you know. <laughs> to to put a pin in your doppelganger for now, or your catfisher. Um, I did. I I contacted Soren, the journalist who. Yes. Yes. Who who exposed who exposed God, him? I want I want people to know that I've not heard any of this until right now. Jason's entire this entire thing that Jason is doing has been without my this knowledge. This is an independent consent. investigation. <laughs> I do not, How long gone investigates is yeah, what's yeah. happening right now. So I mean, okay, what did he say? He just he just wrote back saying like, yeah, this is getting weird. Let me know if you hear anything. I want to know how it develops. It's a strange story. That's what he said. Wow, real real fun guy. Okay, um, well, <laughs> well, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to put all of his cards on the table at first, and I get that he doesn't. You know why why would you want, why would you want to divulge all your like, secrets to me? He's like T, he's like TJ. He keeps it, he keeps it close to the motherfucking vest. He keeps it whereas, close to the vest. Whereas my friend Oliver and I both just let it spray, and that's maybe the mm. separation here. Maybe maybe yeah. Soren and Oliver should start a podcast together. <laughs> Um, I mean, I hope so. I mean, at the very least, you know, we'll get some good content out of it. At the very best, you know, I, we'll be able to sell this to uh, sell this to Netflix or something like that. At least, I mean, I want it, him yes. to become like a, like a Luca. What's his name? The guy who killed all those cats and the people. The oh, I didn't watch. I didn't, I didn't see that. I want. I want a situation gonna- like that. He's not going to kill any cats. He's just going to kill me. Um, okay, so, um, you know, besides hey, Chris, my doppelganger. You're a pretty cool cat. 
And J- Jason, b- besides my doppelganger and Jason's inner knee pain, um, we do have more important topics to discuss. We have a guest today, um, kind of an OG in the game, Leslie Arfin, who um, was a was a very early uh, Vice employee when it was still relevant. Um, she wrote a great book called Dear Diary. She went on to create the show Love for Netflix, which I know all of you guys watched. And she also co-wrote and and um, produced Betty, which I believe is on HBO. Um, Mm -hmm. anyway, so she's here, she's got a baby, you know, she's in LA, she's got a germs tattoo, you know, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff for us to talk about. Just like Chris, a member of the New York indie media elite (laughs) who has decided to uproot and move to Los Angeles. And it's a great topic that we continue to discuss on the show. I can't wait to talk to Leslie about that topic. Let's give her a call, Jason. Uh, Yes, yes, let us. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> how Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend nutrafol for healthier hair nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's neutral.com promo code how long. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. 
you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. Yo. Hi. What's up? How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Sorry, I just missed your calls. I I was didn't have FaceTime on yet. It's okay. Chris, um, is there a fire behind you or is that just a big daddy incense? <laughs> That's a big daddy incense is I just wanted to get the mood right in the room. You know what I mean? I like to it's, I'm I'm very sensitive to smells as you know, Jason. So for today's episode, I put on two cones instead of the usual one. What's your flavor? We talked about this in the last show. It's it's a company from here called Saint Rita Parlor, and they sent it to me, and it's I really like it. It's like a whiskey, water, tobacco, and rose combo. Oh, that sounds so nice. What is your preferred flavor of incense, or just scents in general? Um. Mm. <laughs> Wait, Ooh, I, I like have- freshly cut cantaloupe. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so weird! I literally was just eating that. Damn! Expand but on that's that, not sister. My favorite scent. Mm. I have like um, I like fig. Sure. I like um. What do you wear? Oh, I wear this scent called Eleven Eleven from Lake and Sky. It's like a, an oil. Um, I got I get compliments on it all the time, but I have to look it up to see what's in it but like it's not here hold on i'll tell you i mean if you care what do you wear what are you wearing right now i'm wearing like sweat i mean i'm like disgusting (laughs) (laughs) okay i I thought i thought your hoodie said i thought your hoodie said wintery what was that? I thought I thought your hoodie said Hamptons, but it says Hampshire. Oh no, it says Hampshire. Sorry, it says Hampshire. That's where I went to college. Very cool. We love having college graduates on that podcast. On this podcast, it's one of our <laughs> kind of like tent poles um, mm-hmm. that we try to. So thank you for getting that out of the way up front. Oh my god! Look, literally, how to cut a <laughs> cantaloupe? <laughs> Is cutting cantaloupe a thing that's difficult? No, I just wanted to make sure I was doing it right. It depends on if you want to get the skin off of it, Chris. You know, are you going to be slicing that? That's that's some that's some pretty impressive knife work. But otherwise, no, it's not hard. No, it's it's not at all. I just wanted to make sure I was 
isn't it cool know, that we we, li- we live in a time listening to this and laughing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we live in a time where if you want to know that, you can just Google it in five seconds. It's there. Our, you know, our parents, our forefathers had to just slice into that bitch willy nilly. Willy nilly. There's no pit in that though, right? Oh, there's seeds. No, there is. No, but there's seeds, and you get to scoop them out, and it's very satisfying. You know, I gotta I gotta be honest. I think cantaloupe tastes like you know, like flavored water a little bit to me. Mm, you're just yeah, you're not eating not, the right cantaloupes. There, I, I prefer a honeydew to cantaloupe. If we're going to talk melons, did you get these melons from a local purveyor? From Gelson's supermarket. <laughs> that's a local purveyor. That's a I little just, bit yeah. of a that's a flex. Yeah, I just I just didn't know. You know what? You know you, what? It, you, you, I have to say, like my kid. So I have to like feed a how child. Old, how old is the child? She'll be three in October. So okay, she's almost three. So, I have to feed her, period. <laughs> or else I you go to jail. <laughs> that is, you're right, absolutely right about that. You do have to feed your child. Okay, continue. And I hate cooking, and I'm not good at it. Same. But it's important for me that she eats healthy. So, you know, she eats a lot of fruit and vegetables and fruit. Melon, a lot of fruit for not a lot of money like you just get a lot a lot of that <laughs> it's a it's a great like value Mel- it is it's like you get a huge melon and it lasts for so long and it's she loves it so i'm like Some, I'll, it's I'll like, pick up two sometimes why. it's such a good deal i get yeah, a, a nice pair of huge melons and i'm i'm slicing <laughs> them in does yeah, your i have a question does your does your life partner be cooking though or, or does the whole family yes stay no. out of the kitchen no my husband does cook but he's not like are you saying it's bad you can say it's bad no no no. it's really good he's making me grilled cheese right now but he's good he's not like um he's not like a chef like he Mm -hmm. he makes like basic he knows how to make like basic sure he knows how to use the grill he's Mm. not like i'm making like a steak with sauteed mushrooms Mm. like he doesn't know how to saute anything he's a cook not a chef is what you're saying Yes, exactly. <laughs> which is which is respectable. That is that's I mean it's more than I can do. I I don't you know I don't even try to to play with the culinary arts. It's something that is beyond my realm of understanding at this stage of my life. You I don't think. want this life, pussy. I don't. I really don't want this life. I really don't. I don't either. It's so. I mean, I've talked about this every single when I was doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Every single episode of my podcast, this would come up. Like I hate cooking. I don't care to know more about it. It doesn't interest me. I wish that there was a food pill that would just Damn, pull me up. I think we are. So, I think we're soul sisters. I feel the same I way about so. books. <laughs> Wait, how come we can't see you? He chooses to. Oh, here, he chooses. Can, we we normally don't do visual, but I'll, I can I can turn it on. Yeah, uh, that's okay. helpful. Isn't it nice to see him? Yeah. And look how much better his, look how much better his lighting is too. Yeah, this is all natural, fellas and ladies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually, your lighting. Tell me your names, Jason. You're in the white t-shirt. Yeah, I'm Chris. I'm Chris. Mm-hmm. Your Chris, your lighting's good. It's okay. It could be better. He's it's a little back. A lot. It's a little backlit for me. It's a little dramatic. I prefer a more natural light from both sides. You know, if I was to choose. But you don't have. <laughs> access to that 
Well, I have to, you know, in this in this room, I have to I have to close the curtains for sound purposes, uh, you know, because I'm trying to get the best quality. Because Jason, so I don't do any of the audio visual work on this podcast. I'm more the talent. So Jason has to has to deal with my audio, and he likes to give me feedback. Like it sounds like shit. He's he's loud. front of house, and I'm back of house. I'm the I'm the Ex- ugly troll fatty who has to do all the <laughs> typing work. Exactly. That's exactly. what I do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a writer. Yeah. But wait, now, why did you stop doing the podcast? Because I, I noticed the podcast when we were researching your illustrious career, and I noticed it did stop in April. It stopped on because 420, which that's a clue. <laughs> it stopped exactly on 420. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't play dumb with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're in quarantine. I'm losing my mind. I don't fucking want to find people to talk to about their hobbies. I hate everything. <laughs> I was just like, I I was getting sick of doing it anyway a little bit. Like, Were you making money or was this for fun? For fun. If I, I, if I made money, it was not, I was not doing it for money. No. Did you have any help? Did you have a producer or anyone helping you? Yeah. Um, yeah, she was on a network, but you yeah. were, you were only really making just just coffee money. Not re, you know you weren't I, you weren't putting I, down payments were like on the crib. People who listened, <laughs> like I didn't have um what was the what was the production company called again? I'm, it's called no. Erios, like Cheerios yeah, yeah, Eerios. for your ears, and that yeah, is a question a, that a, I should be asking you, not the other way around. That's a terrible fucking name. I'd try to forget that too if I were you. I know it's not a good name. <laughs> you guys they were don't so come awesome, for your It was like for women, whatever. It was it they was like the like glossier biggest... of podcast production, not in a mm-hmm. bad way. It was like the glossier of podcast production. The, glo- the glossier of podcast production. Yeah, that's a compliment. Like mil- like millenn- yeah. millennial typefaces and colors and like I know it's by glossier, women. It's for for women of all sizes can listen to the podcast. That type of stuff. Yeah. Um, you're saying Erios was not that. I'm saying Erios no, was saying that. Erios was that. Oh. Well, that's good. That is good. That's good. What's the hit? What's the hit? <laughs> What's the hit on the network? I don't know. I just look on iTunes. Like, I don't go to the network. I just go to iTunes <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's like 45 like, he, he wants to know who, if you're not the Jerry Seinfeld of Erios, then who who might be? Is there a, you know, does, is there a celeb? Who this d- woman, Priyanka, this woman, Amanda. I was just like. Look, fuck look. all these bitches. That's what I'm saying. No, they're so, they're awesome. The whole reason why I did it was because I have an idea for a podcast and Amanda was, and she, her husband does podcasts a lot, a lot. And did one with my husband and we were on one episode. It was about Friday the 13th. So we were like guests of one episode. And I was like, I have an idea for a podcast. And she was like, well, I'm starting a company. You should do it. And I was like, I'll do it. But like, I'm not like, there's, this is the pitch. Like I'm telling you now, like I'm not doing any extra work. Like if you want to do it, great. Otherwise I'm out because it wasn't, I was never, I was like, this is something fun for me. It's not my job, like I have a job and I had too much other work to do mm-hmm. where I was making money. Like I just didn't want to start a new career out of nowhere. And so I was just like, 
here, this is what I want. It's a podcast about hobbies and I just want to like talk to mm-hmm. interesting Here's my idea. About. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to hear your notes and thoughts and we're going to build this thing together and see where it goes. Like this is the, this is the plan. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And Amanda was like, you know, she helped me like kind of figure out the format and we did it together and it was like 10 minutes of work and it was fun and easy and Mm-hmm. There's not the only reason why I stopped doing it was just because I didn't feel like doing it anymore. Mm. That's not to say I won't do it again in the future. I just like, you know, it's hard kind of asking people. It gets annoying asking people and like famous people mm-hmm. to do your podcasts. And now that there's so many and mine isn't like a hot one. Mine wasn't like a, a hot one. So I was like, <laughs> you, you ain't, you ain't doing them any favors by letting them come on your show versus the right, other way they around. Were doing me a favor. Yeah. And, and well, I think you probably know this because of your line of work, but celebrities love to talk about themselves and how interesting they are. I know, but people point. in general don't love doing things. That's yeah. that you have a point that these two things are at odds you know? with each other when it comes to podcasting. I would, I would, I would agree. But I think the quarantine has made yeah, them. They like to talk about what was that? The quarantine has made people more open and available for this type of tomfoolery. I said. Well, another thing was that I was like, I'm not doing any more white people for like the mm. next like six months, and yeah. I. And then you ran out of black people? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Fair I enough. Just, like, it, I was like ashamed. Like I just yeah. don't – I didn't know as many like BIPOC people as white people. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't – this mm-hmm. – I hate myself. Bye. <laughs> so, so it was not only did you not want to do it, but it maybe even shined some light on things you didn't want to think about. You yeah. Know? That makes sense. That's a good reason to a, stop. A podcaster's burden that we all go through. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, that's so the beauty. Like, um, you know, you're able to say, I don't want to do this anymore right now, and you can stop it, which I guess is kind of like a hobby, you know? Yeah, it was also like my kid was home, and so it was really hard to do anything. Now she's back at preschool. But, oh, they're, they're back? Well, she is. I mean, not everybody is back, but... <laughs> I dropped her little ass off and I kept yeah. moving. I don't even know. <laughs> the school didn't start, but she's <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you were saying. I mean, that's what right. you were saying. Uh, do you, but do you listen to podcasts or do you not care yeah. about the medium? Oh, you do? I do. I listen to... It's like all I've been listening to lately. Like I usually... I do a lot of... I go back and forth between listening to podcasts and audible, like listening to books. And I've just been on a podcast kick the past few months or like the past two months. So, so that is a hobby of yours then listening to pods. Yeah. Love what it. is the, the, well, I mean, I think listening, can you listen to them while you work? I cannot, I can only listen to them when I want to zone out. Yeah, no, I can't listen to the, I can't listen to anything when I work except for like white noise. No music, just white noise, no lyrics. Yeah, no lyrics. Mm-hmm. Damn, do you sit in the basement alone and like just blast cigs or like what's the vibe? I have a vape. Whoa, what is that? That looks like a fucking vibrator. What is that? Damn. Look, I have um, 
I have like a Bluetooth chip on it because I kept losing. <laughs> uh, okay, honestly, that's the craziest looking vape I've ever fucking seen. Whoa, 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 for the, whoa, listener, whoa, 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 for the whoa, listeners whoa, whoa. at home, it's teardrop shaped. Yeah, it's a Soren drop. I talked about this a lot on my podcast because I wanted them to advertise. <laughs> it's so I. It's a Soren drop, and I fill it myself, like with my own juice. What kind of juice are you? Fla- are you? Are you doing on? your own blends? Are you, no. are you doing your own? Are you putting well, essential oils in there? No, not no. Okay. My flavor is creamy tobacco, mm. mm-hmm. and I mix fifty and thirty milligrams. So, so you got a forty. So I have a little bit more than fifty. Okay. So it's a little higher than fifty. How mm. long were you a smoker? Forever. I mean, I started smoking like regularly. Yeah. Probably when I was sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom used to buy me cartons. Whoa. Wow, that's advanced shit. What yeah. What were you smoking early on? What was the first cig? I mean, the first cig that I ever had was probably like a Camel or something, or like a Parliament. But I, when I was seventeen, sixteen, I was smoking Newport Lights. No. <laughs> non me- menthol yeah you nasty you freak. know why newport light is kind of an oxymoron to me in some ways mm-hmm. you know what i mean so but, weird. I, but parliaments were the real cigarette du jour of the early aughts and i i that's how i got was started be- was it because you could do coke out of the cigarette was, I was that gonna really- say parliaments were co- are cokehead cigarettes that's definitely why I was doing smoking them, but I didn't know that it had that affiliation globally. But, but no, I never really saw pe- people. Well, I'm from New York. York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you saw? Did you normally see people actually using the Parliament to do coke? Like no one ever no. saw that, but it was like a fun I think little you do, wives' you, tale. You could say you do it like once or twice to see if it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Is that like, is that like a real thing? And you're like, okay, yeah. I'm not. That's not a real good delivery system for the cocaine. You know. So, yeah. so your teardrop vape, just to paint the picture, <laughs> you, you place one of those Bluetooth things that you put on the back of a cell phone or your keys, something that you lose often, then you have it attached to an app so you could find it. Yes. Okay. That's very cool. <laughs> and and also cool. your vape is big enough to where you can place this, you know, silver dollar size Bluetooth device on it. Well, you couldn't do that with a jewel. You'd have to have like four jewels taped to each other to stick it on there. Yeah, I also I just didn't like the jewel. Mm. It was making my throat feel sour. Like every time I swallow, like it just yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Jason's think it, a former. It gave, it gave me a little bit of that cancer kind of vibe <laughs> in the throat. <laughs> yeah, I felt cancer. <laughs> yeah, Jason. I, Jason was a big jewel head uh, when it first came out, I mean, but he's I, returned I to it. a classic American spirit yellow. Thank God. That was my last. Brand of cigarettes, yellow American American Spirit mm. yellows. I like well, that we're long? all we have a similar palette as it comes to uh, our nicotine. <laughs> Except how for long? Jewel. How long have you been off? How long have you been on the Jewel and off regular six? You mean on the vape? Because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, Jewel. That's the thing about Jewel. That's the power of the brand. It's basically the Kleenex of vape. Yeah, totally. For a fucking lame, so, lame person like you, Chris. Shut up. Almost three years ago, since I became pregnant. Oh, I didn't think about that. Over three years ago, because it was my I had my kid in October, so it was like nine months um, prior. So over three years ago. How hard? How hard was it to stop? Was it worse than drugs? I vaped. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it's not like she quit drugs. She just did a different drug that is arguably more addicting. I vaped when I was pregnant. Yeah. Is that frowned upon? Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it was at the time. Like, I didn't. I mean, it can't. I mean, it's, it's not going to do anything terrible, but. It didn't. My kid's perfect. Right. But it's probably not the best thing in the world to be doing. Right. But I. Uh, I didn't want to stop. But I was like, I can't smoke packs of. I can't smoke mm-hmm. and be pregnant. Like, yeah. That actually. Pariah in public. Oh my god! You know what I mean? That's like that's like a big problem. That's worse than not wearing. Oh, a mask. I wouldn't do it in public. I mean, for sure, like that was never going to happen. But even like by myself, I was like, "This is disgusting." I felt disgusting doing it, and I was like, pre- "So I started chewing uh, nicotine gum." Yeah, but I hated it. It wasn't enough. No, and then I was like, "I'm just going to try." Or tried somebody's vape or something, and I was that's like, how, I "That's it. how these kids get hooked, exactly." So right. I guess I never stopped smoking, which I'm, I don't, it's, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you're I, saying you don't, you're not, you're not on a quest to stop. You're good where you are. Yeah, I don't I, want to. If stop. it ain't broke, I appreciate that because I feel like the the narrative around smoking and vaping is always like I have to be trying to quit, which I don't think is realistic for a lot. No, of I don't try to quit. I either quit or I don't. Like, there's no trying to quit. Do you do you, you know think the I mean? do you think I the do back, know what you mean? Do you think the backlash against juuling and vaping was was bullshit when it all you know like everyone everyone I knew was was juuling. It was very very big, and then one month everyone just completely quit. Now I don't know a single person. I haven't seen somebody jewel in months, maybe over a year now. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. don't see it either. I don't see it. Oh. It used to be everywhere, constantly, all the time. You know, I, maybe I, it's just because you don't see that many people in general. But I mean, I, I see a lot of people. Everyone I know who was jeweling just went back to cigs or just like have oh. a little uh. puff here and there. But it was like the collective agreement that like, Oh, I guess it's bad to jewel now. And I'm just going to start smoking cigs. And I, I, I don't necessarily think that that jeweling is, is worse for you than smoking cigarettes. I still think it's better for you, but in the um, long run, in the long, I mean, I, 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 I think so. Yeah. You're kind of breaking up, Jason. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Just, um, you were just a little breaking up a little bit. Thank you. Um, I don't know if that it's his shit connection. He head. lives he lives all the way in Glen Glendale, so it's probably the connection, you know. Oh, Chris. In, they don't have Fios over there. In Glendale, where? In LA? Yeah. Oh, you're so close to me. Where do you live? Los Feliz. Yeah, I'm I'm basically in Los Feliz right now myself. Wait, I thought that you guys were calling me from New York. I live in New York, but I'm I'm displaced here by choice. Oh, so where do you live? East Village. But in LA now. Oh, it's a it's Franklin Villa, Village. It's called Villa Carlotta. Yeah, it's at Beachwood and 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 Franklin. Oh yeah, super close. That's okay, right. so when it's I was right like dropping names like Gelsons, you knew exactly what I was talking. First of all, about. we can do we can do a full LA grocery store power ranking if you would oh like. Oh my god, I'm saying Vons is a little slept on. Uh okay, which Vons though? The Vons on 
like the corner. You can come in <laughs> unless you don't want these guys to see so, you with your. Paul has like a pony, a high ponytail oh, and overalls. <laughs> Paul, that hair is looking really good. This is a very yeah. sick fit you have going on. Yeah, hello, hello. Hey, hello, King. <laughs> Having fun. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I look insane. <laughs> Having fun. Paul, <laughs> yeah, he which, is wearing which, my overalls. Which Vons okay, are you Okay, so just, just to paint the picture, your life partner <laughs> just walked in on your podcast that you're doing and then handed you a plate of food and then you just started eating it. Yeah. What are you eating? Break break it down, and then we're gonna cover every grocery store grilled in Los Angeles. Grilled cheese with bacon. Look, he made grilled cheese with bacon and put chips on the plate. Damn. Wow. And gave me a ginger ale. Damn, that's very sick, Jason. You don't ever make right. me lunch. Chris, you would never eat any of that food. I don't eat lunch. Yeah, lunch is we we no. we don't. <laughs> lunch is bullshit. <laughs> hey, let's so, go. So. So what meal do Lunch you call? Lunch is fucking bullshit. What are you doing at 12.30 p.m. then? Cigarettes, Eating bitch. breakfast. Oh. But you don't sleep. You can't sleep in. You have a child. No, but I, I, you're right. So I wake up at like 7 and we get her ready and take her to school and everything. But like I'm not necessarily hungry until mm-hmm. well, I had some cantaloupe and then I was hungry now. But I'm saying like. He said, I'm making grilled cheese. Do you want some? So I said, yes. Like, I'm not going to turn it down. Sure. But it was like, what are we doing for lunch? Well, you don't like, like, like a power lunch? Because I do like to go somewhere. Oh, see, I'm like, when people are like, let's have lunch. I'm like, no, let's talk on the phone and have a kind bar. Like, <laughs> like I would rather like go out to dinner or breakfast i guess well i would like to do, honestly i would like to go somewhere nice for all three meals and just not really you know i don't need to eat at all three of those outings it's more of like an event yeah i hear that i hear that but, but la is such a big breakfast town and new york is not like that new york does not have a breakfast culture in the way that no but they have brunch yeah but we can't use that term you know la is so into lunch I know. It's it's because it's fucking nice outside. You can sit outside all the time. It's like a nice thing to do. I guess. I'm like, it's in the middle of the day. Like, you're like you're breaking up my... You're basically... Like, and then by the time I get home, I'm like, my day's over. Like, <laughs> But you don't work. You work at home, don't you? Do you go somewhere? No, I work at home. I work. I'm not... <laughs> I, I, I'm like not... This quarantine, I'm like... I have to work now. Like <laughs> when I have, when I'm on a show and I'm like doing a TV show, I do go somewhere. I go to the writer's room and there lunch is a huge deal, mm-hmm. but we're not going out to lunch. We're ordering in. But that's why writers traditionally get fat, right? You're getting that sweet green delivered. Oh my God. I mean, you're getting we that sit, we're sitting mass. and eating all day. That, see, that is a culture. That's why I've stayed away from Hollywood, I think, until this point. I think that's what it is, is that is that that like the 15 pounds, I have to turn these jobs down because I don't, you know, I can't, I can't do that to myself. He can't just have one oats and honey. He can't just have one kind bar. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my exactly. God. And then the people, everyone like does the healthy order because they feel judged when they're not doing healthy order. But then like one person breaks the seal and mm-hmm. gets like grilled cheese or whatever cheeseburger and then it's like everyone everyone's Mm -hmm. like let's get mcdonald's (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, God. <laughs> Let's that get 7 is... Eleven hot dogs. <laughs> That's yeah. my fucking nightmare. That is true. Eating in large groups is something I really don't like, but I guess you're like basically quarantined with those people anyway. That's like yeah. your life. You see them every day for the whole. How many people worked on? How many people worked on the Betty? Yeah, seven, eight. But that's like normal size, right? It's small. It depends on. It's pretty small. If it's like a network show, there's usually like there could be like twelve to fifteen. That seems like too many people in the motherfucking room. That well, seems they like hard to break the room up into different groups and different people will go do different things. But there are also like 22, at least 22 episodes coming out, whereas we only had six episodes. So like mm-hmm. when you're writing, when you have to do 22 or 23 episodes a season, you just can't not have all those writers. Like you, you need people to be doing more than one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. Sounds stressful. We make it's it work. Time. We make it work in this town, Chris. It's not stressful if it's not your show. Like if you're not the showrunner. So you're saying if you're just hired to come in here and fucking, you know, get some arcs and get a few jokes off, it's it's easy breezy. But like love, which is your show, that shit's stressful. Well, yeah, that was very stressful. Yeah. But you know what? Betty was also my show, and like it wasn't as stressful. Why do you think that is? Because you weren't working with your husband? I think that has something to do with it. Mm. I think it also wasn't my first one. Like, love, I put, like, I was, like, so, there's just, I had so much, I wanted to control so much because I was so scared and I had so much stress about it. Well, it's also autobiographical to some extent, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you feel extra attached to it, which I Mm -hmm. understand. I understand that. And then with Betty... I didn't feel attached. I just wanted my only goal with Betty was like, I want to go into work having and have fun every day. Like I want a job that I like and that I feel good waking up in the morning and going to work period. I don't care if the show is good or not. I don't care if it's, I really (laughs) didn't at that point. I had like let go of everything. But that's why it turned out probably well is because you didn't, you weren't stressing yourself out and making more than it needed. I mean, I hope so. Like if I sleep well and like, I didn't, I didn't like lose any sleep over the work that I was doing every night, every day. I thought like, you know, we did the best we could today. And I felt like that was true. And I don't know like how well the show did or how it was pretty, it was pretty well received though. Wasn't it like critically? I mean, yeah, but like it didn't get that many review critical reviews. Like it was, it wasn't like it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not like one of those vulture shows that like people write about. Like, mm-hmm. do you think that's because of the subject matter, or do you think it's the it only being six episodes, or is it just like timing? What do you think that? What do you think that is? I think those Friday night shows, which is like high maintenance, random acts of flyness, Betty, like the smaller HBO shows, don't maybe have that much of like a critical impact at least not in the first season or maybe it was also the subject matter i don't know are you doing are you doing a second season i am not personally but but crystal is i'm not doing it because before covid she wanted to do the writer's room in new york which i it was just like from the beginning i was like i can't 
do that. Like I can shoot New York, but that's three months. I can't do, mm-hmm. I can't move my family to New York for at least six months. And so was that like contentious or was it just like, I'm good? No, no, it was totally like not. I love them. I love the show. I'm always there whenever she needs me. Not contentious at all. Do you have other shit to do or is it just literally New York? I have other shit to do now, but when we were making that deal, I was like, I can't do it. So either you can buy me out or we can do it in LA. Cause like, I can't, like she knew that going in. Cause I have a kid and like, I can't be without my family for six months and have them be here. And they can't like, Paul has work here. Like, and I understand from her end too. Like she lives in New York. And the show is based in New York too, correct? Yeah. It is a New York show. Well, getting bought out is very cool. Yeah, get, getting bought out. Yeah, I was about to say, getting bought out sounds cool. I, I agree, with Jason. That sounds like a, a, a perfect ending if there's no beef. Yeah, no, not at all. And like, I think that the show is so fun and cool. And maybe I'll work on it again if they ever like want to do a season in LA or something or whatever it is, whatever the case may well, be. Well, see, I find it to be really well timed, actually. So I, I think that, but what, what was the, in your experience, what was the difference between working with someone like HBO, like legacy, real Hollywood shit versus Netflix? I love working with both companies. And I'm not just saying that. Is it different though? Is there like nuance to it or is it just like, which one pays more money though? Yeah. Let's be honest. Netflix. Mm -hmm. See, somebody explained Netflix to me as there are 75 people that can write big checks. Whereas at most places there's five people that can write big checks. Yeah. I mean, Netflix has HBO doesn't have any money. Like they're not, especially for a half hour comedy, like what they put money into, you know, our big name, Westworld, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Mm. All the bullshit shows, not cool ones like Betty or High Maintenance. Uh, is is girl is is love over? Yeah. So it was three seasons, and did you was that the plan always? No. <laughs> they said we're good on this. No one. They might. You might read that. They get. We got canceled after three seasons. Are you? You might that- read. Oh. The show decided to end. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs> that Maybe is the- decides to stop being employed for fun. <laughs> yes, like, I, I would agree with that. These are not just actors and writers. There's entire crews sure. employed. There's a you know. It's I'm like oh you know what I feel like I'm good now creatively. <laughs> Yeah, how much of a responsibility do you feel after the show has had a few seasons to uh, to keep keep the show going for all the people who sort of depend on it for a, a I job? I mean, that's like a lot to take on. Like, you just want your show to get picked up mm-hmm. for as many seasons as possible. It's not my responsibility because I'm yeah. not the one who's ultimately handing out those checks. Sure. I'm like, I'm not there to like be like take care of people's feelings, like. We have a job to do, mm-hmm. you know, including myself. Like no one is my mom at, or dad at work. Yeah. Jason's my dad at work. And I thank, <laughs> I, I thank God for that every fucking day because I would be lost without him. Daddy wants to talk about LA supermarkets now. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, yeah. Lest Actually, we forget. We need, we need the Leslie Arfin LA supermarket power rankings. So if you just want to start at the top and go down five, let's say grocery stores and we'll rate your ratings. The best is Whole Foods. Okay. Which location? However, which classic, location though? Which location? 
Well, there's there's none close to us. So, like, I'm not talking about 365 or whatever. We, we, none is. of my homies fuck with 365. We, we don't recognize 365 as a as an actual Whole Foods. Yeah, it. it's not Whole Foods. Mm-mm. That's truly it's like, a lettuce, it's like a store of, like, a bunch of different kinds of lettuce and <laughs> broken fridges and boxes. It's, it's, old, it. it's old Navy of food. It yes. Is. It's the diffusion line. Mm-hmm. Dude, the diffusion it, it line. definitely is the old navy of food. Like it looks like it's that. It looks like an old navy in there. <laughs> it does, yeah, all, all the end caps have sort of been torn apart a little bit. You know, those fridges. Yeah. Those those fridges are dumb as fuck. I totally agree with you. Those, the sliding door. They're so dumb. They're not intuitive. They're not. They're no, counterintuitive. They're not. They are. So that's out of the way. So the only Whole Foods are in like there's one on Fairfax and there's one behind the Grove. Like well, the Fairfax, no, no. I hit Fairfax every. Yeah, Fairfax, Fairfax is my daily driver. That one's way better. Well, Arfin, suck on this one. Whole Foods <laughs> Burbank. I've never fucked with it. So that's right over. It's right over the it. hill. So you're on Los Feliz. You just bop onto the five north. You're there in like less than ten minutes, and you know it's right. It's right near like all the studios. So it's so, all. You know, you're a Holly, you're so a it's industry chick. only. You know industry yeah, it's only. industry only. You know how it is. Adult. And they have a parking garage that is covered for good for a hot day. So your Tesla won't get warm while you're picking up. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's perfect. That's perfect. By far the That's best. Perfect. The Glendale one, you have to wait in line to get in. It's a whole thing. Oh, disgusting. Uh, oh, no. Wait. Okay. Is it relatively empty on weekends or not? Let's not push it. Let's not push it, but I mean, but honestly, it's it's probably busier on a weekday compared to a weekend because most of the businesses like studio employees and stuff. Before COVID, it was like a thousand people eating their eating lunch there, and they're all like the dorkiest, like people who work at Warner Brothers Music and shit. Oh. Oh, okay. in, in like the alt country department or something. <laughs> That's why I like to go to the the Fairfax location. It's full of fuck. Full of full of what, Chris? Good looking like, one, yeah, for sure. It's a good full of one. full of beautiful people in bad workout clothes. The L.A. uniform. It's yeah, a, it's, it's that is the hotbed of that look. Ground yeah. zero. I, I think it's full of bad people in beautiful workout clothes, though. I know you're a gym shark guy, Jason, but we 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 differ on that. So Whole Foods is number one. What's number two? It's I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm not counting like Brentwood places. Why not? Well, she just damn, Jason. She just put full Hollywood on us. Okay, so Brentwood's out. Only because I just don't like it's so far. I mean, I yeah. know that like whatever Brentwood Mark. Right. Market is great, whatever. So Gelson's. No, we're talking ones you really go to. This yeah. is a day in the life. Mm-hmm. Gelson's, albeit it's expensive mm-hmm. and it's annoyingly expensive. Like it doesn't need to be as expensive as it is. Mm-hmm. Are you going to the one on a Hyperion or the one here on Franklin? I go to both. Damn, the one no on allegiance. Hyperion is like the max fish of <laughs> supermarkets. Yeah. They keep the lights bright in the bathroom so no one nods out. <laughs> it's just <laughs> That's crazy. like there's like. First of all, before COVID, people would go there to drink wine and watch Jeopardy. It was that, like a, it was a boom spot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a boom. And then I would all, like, even when I go now, which I just go to Franklin now because it's like. The Franklin I, one is dirty compared to Hyperion, though. You got to give Hyperion me that. The Hyperion one, I'd be like, oh, I have to, like, 
put on a cute outfit. Mm -hmm. Because you might run into – well, Jason, you know, Jason's best celebrity signing of all time is Tom York from Radiohead at the Gelson's on on Franklin. Dude, we saw him on Sunset. That is a really good one, by the way. Was he going to Saddle Ranch? (laughs) No, wait. (laughs) By the way, the one on Franklin is more of a celeb hub. It is. For sure. That's why I'm staying within walking distance. Yeah, but we saw him. He must live in this neighborhood. He lives in Beechwood. He lives Beechwood. Oh, that's why you moved there. <laughs> I'm not a radio. No, I he hates love, Radiohead. I, I make fun of Radiohead to just constantly. Yeah, like I don't music. listen to them, but I like. We I all know, went through a fake plastic trees phase, though. Let's be honest. I know the song "Creep." Like that's it. Damn. Like just, Paul's best friend is like the biggest Radiohead fan. Like I just sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> he is so cool but like i just don't i think i know creep and like another song but anyway i know i'll send you a playlist is. it's no big deal it's already made jason has a spotify playlist ready to go for for radiohead doubters um so you'll oh, be wow. on the, you'll be on the receiving yeah, i'll end turn you out yeah he'll, he would love it <laughs> you'll turn me out you're gonna be slitting those fucking wrists in the bathtub tonight I'm, I'm, I have an open mind, dude. Send it. Hell yeah. Well, I, where, so House Pants 97. <laughs> where, uh, what is the third in the power rankings then? We need a wild card here, Leslie, because you're throwing speedballs. Right. TJ's. Oh. You can't. Disgusting. Dude, Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, I'm only talking about what they have. I'm not talking about parking. I'm not talking about <laughs> the space inside. Mm-hmm. They have slam dunk snacks that you can't yeah. find anywhere else. That's true. So good. And just like even there, they just have like, oh, here's a cinnamon butter spread. You know, I'm shocked to not hear a cookbook. Um, oh, cookbook. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Like we can't count cookbook. Yes, cookbook. we can. That's not a supermarket. Obviously cookbook is the best. Well, look, if you're, if you're making this HBO money, I expect your cantaloupe and tomatoes to be coming from cookbook. I can't be going to cookbook for it's the cookbook is the size of my bathroom. <laughs> because it's so specialty. Because it's so specialized that the items are such high quality. They you couldn't fill a whole store. Cookbook. No, everything in the fridge at cookbook, you have to get it and like run out the door. Like because they have this. Um, <laughs> is this like, are you, saying, are you shoplifting? Are you saying that you should steal it? You have to call ahead. It's so good. You talking about the pimento cheese spread? It's always out, and it's the mm-hmm. best thing ever. Those mm. curry cashews are also very special, I would like to say. I, I've i heard that they are, but I'm not a spicy person. I'm not a spicy foodie eater. I was going to say, I think you are a spicy person, just maybe not a spicy foodie eater. Let's make, the, let's, make, let's, make it, let's make it very clear. Um, I... Can't, my palate cannot – I have a delicate palate. Mm-hmm. What is your stance on popular uh, grocery store Erwan? Oh, I don't – I like Erwan. Trying to go one way and somebody else is like in the same aisle. It's like, sorry. So it's like just such a huge deal. Last time we were there also, my daughter dropped like a, a bottle, like a small bottle of like an essential oil that Uh-oh. she was holding. And people were like, Ugh. and I'm like – I'm sorry. We'll pay for it. It was like, you know, this big and like $18. And I'm like, like, sorry. Like, like I just feel very unseen there. 
That's that's unfortunate. I mean, I feel very seen there, but maybe not in a way that I like. Because it's a lot of chicks and they're like scoping you out. They're like, ooh, a guy who eats healthy food. But like a mother, they're like, we expect you. We were, <laughs> we've been expecting you. <laughs> we knew you were coming, sweetie. Yeah. I just also, I'm like, I guess I need this like flourless spelt bread because that'll make my life better. But like... I don't need don't, that. Don't I don't need want it. it. I don't know what to do with it. I, th- I think the so, moral the moral of your story is is really prescribing each market for specific things. Like I would never buy meat from Trader Joe's, but I would definitely go there to buy snacks. I would never go there to buy right. produce. Really, you can't go. You can't buy produce at Trader Joe's. It's bullshit. It's, it's don't do it. It's like shipped from Africa, like lo- straight from the desert. Very <laughs> yeah, This is bad. not good. But like that's the annoying thing about food shopping is that there's something that I need at every different place. So like Gelson's, love it. What could be wrong with Gelson's? For some reason, they like have two packs of two packages of diapers and that's it. Like their baby section is bullshit. Mm. It's nothing. So I'm like, okay, great. Which isn't was never a problem before it was a problem, you know? But it just is weird. It's like really like you have like a whole row dedicated to like off-label fancy hand soaps and mm. like seaweed shampoo. But like you can't have like whatever. I, th- I think Gelson's knows diapers. they know their demographic. They know that, you know, for some reason diapers don't fly off the shelves there, so they they, right. they took them off and whatever that you know maybe the help is buying them maybe they're ordering them online whatever it could be the help <laughs> it is Gelson's it is Gelson's but I do think I do think that there's a percentage of of that kind of business that's been killed by Amazon for grocery stores good point maybe that's why a it's never crowded b it's very neat it's very clean it's very well organized and well stocked there's not as much riffraff hanging out front that you're going to find at Albertsons, for example. See, Albertsons is not even on the, I mean, that's not even. I know, but my Albertsons is the one that's in closest proximity to me. And it's the Los, the, the Los Feliz Albertsons is not bad. Los Feliz Albertsons is disgusting. <laughs> in, see, that's where like COVID started. <laughs> well, did you see it before they remodeled? If it's the epicenter of COVID now, if you think it's akin to a Wuhan wet market, you should have seen it three years ago. I wouldn't even set foot in there. Oh, I did see it three years ago. Yeah, it was disgusting. That's what I'm saying. Their renovation is like a joke. It's like, (laughs) oh, so you put down like a hula hoop and like (laughs) big deal. Like now you have like eight coolers holding. We have have, uh, hula hoops now. I was told that I'd I was, sooner go to a Rite Aid than that Albertsons. Wow! Wow! Shots fired. Albert, that I, Albertsons I has some good Yukon Gold potatoes, though. <laughs> wow! Thank you for that hot tip, Jason. I was told that, that <laughs> I was told that that coffee bean and tea leaf is a hot methamphetamine spot. Really? Yes. Yes. To That's cop. So interesting, because I actually always run into somebody I know there who's I don't think is on meth. But, adjacent. but actually, now that you say that, not no. <laughs> well, are you getting coffee there? I haven't in a while, but my friend came over the other day and brought me like a chai latte from Coffee Bean. And it was 
amazing. And a sandwich that I split with her. And it was so good. You probably hadn't had a coffee drink with that much sugar in it in years. No. What are you talking about? All I do is drink like Starbucks with sugar. See, like so there's always sugar. So you don't go to Maru or even a disgusting blue bottle? I was stereotyping. Oh, okay. I, I do. I love those places. Well, we make our – I don't leave the house for coffee. Like I usually make it. My husband and I make it ourselves. But I rarely drink more than one coffee a day, sometimes two. When I'm writing, when I'm at work, it's different. But when I'm not, I get anxiety. Blue bottle? Oh, my God. It just – it's really intense. It's so good, but it's like, it's very strong. It gets you too jacked. It gets me a little too jazzed. Same with the Intelligentsia, but I prefer Blue Bottle over at Intelligentsia. I don't like Intelligentsia. I like to get jacked. <laughs> me too, when I have stuff to do. Yeah, but I feel like I can find stuff to do every day to require that second caffeine jolt in the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that... COVID changed a little bit of that for me because I get a more anxious now because of this. Are you, guys, are you guys COVID freaks? Are you bleaching your daughter's food? No. My husband is more um, careful than I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's appropriately keeping us all alive, but I'm not a freak about it. I mean, I'm not like... You're not a super spreader, though. Super, super spreader. spreader. No, no. I mean, we are both super spreaders on this podcast. So, <laughs> welcome into our bubble. You don't have a choice. <laughs> like I, I wear a mask. <laughs> oh, I mean, you. Uh, what if I was like so? Like, what if we started this and I was wearing a mask? Like, <laughs> like just like I just do it just to be safe. You have you have gloves on while you're podcasting. Yeah, people, people definitely. I mean, when I see people driving cars alone with masks on, it's no different. I'm like, Why? I'm like, no, it's so weird. I'm like, either you're a freak or you just forgot to take it off. Like, please just say you forgot to take it off. Which <laughs> I, you would forget. I can't. Yeah, I, there's like nothing I want to do. Dinner plate on your face. I can't wait there's to no- take this stinky mask off whenever I get back in the car. Oh, exactly. it comes off before I'm halfway in the car and I'm vaping. <laughs> so you are a spreader. <laughs> Spreader line at Gelson's. I'm like lifted vape. Take pull it down again. <laughs> I like bring, dude. Fucking Gelson's waiting in line. I bring my Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so you're vaping and playing I'm a video game in play, line. Playing a video game, wearing sweatpants. Like while you're while awesome. you're grocery shopping. Everything's changed. What? <laughs> Everything what did you changed. say, Jason? So While you're shopping. So I've never played a video game in my life before COVID. Are you doing Animal Crossing? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence with which you said that is disturbing. Actually, how proud you were of that is shaking me to my core. Did you ever think, like, when you were like a young vice contributor doing coke <laughs> off of some, cool. doing coke off of some graffiti writer's dick or something, you'd be like, "All right, I'm going to be 40, I'm going to be living in LA, and I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing video games at the supermarket." You know what? I could not. My brain was so limited. I could not think my life would be this good. Amazing! I had wow. no capacity to. 
dare to dream my life would be this good. That's a sweet sentiment to have. It is a sweet sentiment to have. I agree. Do you miss New York or are you all set on that? No, I miss it for sure. I mean, I love New York. New York is the best. It's the best city. I mean, it's my favorite place in the world. I love it. Mm-hmm. But Time to nuke that place. That's true. We're all moving to Westchester anyway, so it's fine. I know, right? <laughs> Where are you guys from? I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Orange County, California. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Jason reps very hard for Orange County. As a Trump supporter, Jason feels seen as an Orange County resident. Mm-hmm. When I'm we here, went I'm to home. Newport Beach. I we did an Airbnb in Newport Beach in COVID, and um, it was great. It was such a great Airbnb. It was like this cool beach shack right on the ocean, mm-hmm. but like no one there. Everyone, there's not one person of color, and no one was wearing a mask. And yep. we were like, oh. This is a Republican town. That's what like, that's, we had no idea. That's you're literally talking about Jason, so I understand. I mean, he, it was we had a good time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but n- now that we have connected, I can be your consultant whenever you want to go down to Orange County. I'll tell you which places are less racist and bad. Oh, thank you. I will ask you. I don't. The Airbnb was so was so cool. It's like we weren't going there to make friends or anything, and <laughs> I didn't want to wear a mask on the beach anyway. Spoken like a spoken like a true reality show contestant. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. I'm absolutely not here to make any friends. I'm here to find love, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> what reality show is that? I don't know. He, he knows. Any British thing I can do, I try to. I'm an Anglophile, so you know, I just try to throw it in when I can. Do you watch The Crown? Oh no, no, I mean music. Chris doesn't go that far. No, dude, The Crown got me more into being wanting to be British. Is that the show that's going to have Princess Diana? Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Watch it from season one. No regrets. Wow, that good. You do watch it's a lot really of TV. Really good. I, I haven't in a while, but like when I watch it, I watch I watch things hard. Well, when when you're <laughs> crowning, you're crowning. Yeah. When I that was not a pregnancy watch, pun, but it is now. When I like, watch, I watch hard. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll wait for the series to be over so I can binge all of it sometimes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you are you smoking weed while you're while you're doing this binging? No, I don't smoke weed or drink. I'm sober for like 18 years. Okay. Very cool. I didn't know it was 18 years. That's impressive. Yeah, it's so long. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a journey, right? Just like life itself. Well, I want to talk about your germs tattoo. Oh my God, it's the stupidest no, fucking no, the, thing. I was going to... Ew, it's so... It makes my arm look fat. It's one of the... <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the more iconic band tattoos that you can get. And unfortunately, I was never a big Germs fan in the um, right age. I, like, wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I was, but, like, it's I, it's so dumb. It's so big and on my arm. Like, it's like a giant donut on my arm. 
I mean, it it is you know for for a germ fan, a germaphobe, they would recognize that. But uh, to to a layman, they would just think that this lady is just into circles. Yeah, you can be both into circles and a germs fan. You know what I mean? These things don't exist. <laughs> I just really. There's only so many iconic logos, you know, besides yeah. like the Stones tongue, which I've considered getting before as a massive Stones fan. Oh, totally. I've definitely been like, that's a sick idea for a tattoo. Like when I was in college, I was like, definitely. It's not bad. Like it's, it's, it's timeless. A- you got to get that one. Uh, you have to get that one on a butt cheek though, if you ask me. I actually like that more and more as we're talking about it. Like what a funny thing to get now. <laughs> but also like, yeah. of course, like the stones rule, like. Or it's like the Coca-Cola logo. It's like recognizable yeah. globally too. You know, there's no confusion like the germs. It's a great logo. Shade. It's, gr- it's amazing. Yeah, maybe get it right above your penis area, Chris. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lenny Kravitz style. That's so I- funny. What a funny idea. No, I haven't gotten a new tattoo in so long because I'm so lazy. You are pretty yatted up, though. Yeah, you're you're heavily yatted. Yeah. <laughs> You're no stranger to the ink slinger's ball is what I'm if saying. If I'm going to get another one, I should get my kid's name. Yeah, maybe the kid's name underneath or above the Rolling Stones <laughs> tongue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I've got it figured out for you. Take that to your little tatty artist and tell him I sent you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like have a guy like, I don't know. It's like sitting next to a stranger for a while. It's like getting your hair cut, mm-hmm. but you have to face them. <laughs> <laughs> and it also hurts. Yeah, it also hurts, and it's also it doesn't really hurt. It really doesn't. It doesn't hurt it, that much. It like kind of does a little. It bit. doesn't feel great. I mean, I guess it depends on where you're getting it. Like some places hurt more, but how painful is it giving birth to a child? <sighs> I felt like lay it on me. I. W- I felt like my leg, like my the lower half of my body was on fire. Damn. That's how Chris feels after a game of tennis against me. <laughs> did you, did, but did you have a C-section? Was it natural? What? I had a C-section, but it wasn't a planned C-section. So I had, sure. I was in labor for a long time and pushing Damn. and pushing. And then she was facing the wrong way. Oh, okay. She was facing, facing the ceiling where it, it needs to be the other way. Yeah. Do you guys have children? No. Uh, hell no. Not yet. Um, <laughs> that you know of. Jason, dead ass, he could have one somewhere. He toured Canada a lot as a DJ, so you know how to do that. <laughs> Canada is the, le- is the least fucking place. There's a, little, there's a little Jason in Alberta. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know no, about no, no, no. <laughs> Australia, that's a problem. Incidentally, her name is Alberta. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be really <laughs> funny. It's kind of a cute name. I'm not mad at it. I think it's, that did you have so how long were you in labor? Are we talking twenty hours? Yeah, like hours, hours. Yes. Paul knows. Did I, you vape while you were in thirty while, something hours? Did you, did vape, you vape while you were on the stirrups? What was that? Did I vape while I was in labor? Yeah. No. <laughs> that was a lie. But no, it's not. But also, like, just so you guys know, I, I did like no, I didn't. Okay. But I was in the hospital for five days after because I Damn. had a C-section, had to get a blood transfusion. Yeah. It was like a weird – it was – everything was fine, but I also love being in the hospital. Were you at Cedars? Yeah. 
Did you have the cookies? Dude, I had everything. <laughs> like being in the hospital, especially at Cedars, especially after you've given birth is the best because they give you something called a Cedars cocktail. So you can't eat after C-section and you are really hungry, but you're really, really thirsty. You know, it's like when you have surgery. I don't know if you've ever had surgery, but like you can't you're eat drink. Right. And so you're so hungry and tired and so thirsty. And so they make you this thing in like this huge, this huge like plastic to go thermos with a handle that says cedars filled with crushed ice, apple juice, orange juice, and cranberry juice, right? Like who cares? The three <laughs> most basic juices. So this is like when Jason mixes all the bottle service mixers. Yeah, yeah. This is a TJ Sunrise. At the table. Yeah, okay. But you don't know you don't know that those are the ingredients at this point. And you're right? out of it. You're, you're like kind of zooted. You're like all over the place. Right. And you're on amazing drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was and gonna ask so if you took the drugs. I was gonna ask if you took the drugs. Yes. All any drug I can take where it's like I'm allowed, you know, or it's like a freebie. Like, yes, I'm in so much pain. Like, give me Damn. the morphine drip. Chris is yes. going to fuck around and get I'm a gonna baby. I'm going to be the second man to get pregnant so I can get back on them oxys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, pe- there are like tons of people, like <laughs> like opiate addicts who are like, I know, they I hurt themselves. my wrist. Can yeah. I have morphine? <laughs> Maybe sure. I should start skateboarding. You know what I mean? Just really. Yeah, look, I've seen Nurse Betty. I know how it goes down. Oh, that's a show. Should I watch that? Dead ass. Really good. You should watch it, especially Perfect. if you are. It, it shows the way people deal with addiction in a in a way that I've never seen before. I'm interested. I didn't know that about that show, but I know it was like really popular at the time. Yeah, Leslie. So anyway, so they wait. Is it time? No, I want to hear about the cocktail, and then it's time. So you don't know what they're giving you. You just know that you're so thirsty, and they're here. They come with this Cedars cocktail. Mm. With like a built-in straw. Do you have the cup still? Oh, I have three of them. <laughs> so sick. See, that's what I so want. So cool. Very so cool. You, you're drinking this amazing fruit juice cocktail that you're like, what is this elixir? I'm so high. <laughs> then they wheel in your super cute fucking newborn. Like, oh, you just gave somebody a life and you gave, here's your child Here's like the best present all bundled up. Mm-hmm. Like I was like fucking blissed out. It is the happiest a person could ever feel. I'm holding my spawn for the first time, drinking like the, like paradise in a cup mm-hmm. on morphine. And then everybody is like, how are you? How are you? Like, do you need a pillow? Do you need this? You don't have to pee. You don't have to get up and go anywhere because I had a catheter. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm lounging. (laughs) I'm chilling. And everybody – people send you things and then your husband Mm. and everybody's like – and poor Paul. I mean, like, he's so hungry. He's so tired. He's – it's harder for them, I think, because, like, he doesn't get any of the perks. At least, like – and then – so I wasn't in like the fancy, like some people get like sweets at Cedars mm-hmm. if they're like rich and famous and they get like a separate menu. I just had like regular Cedars menu, which was Still amazing. Chill. It's so good. The food is so good there. Damn. 
No joke. Hollywood. I was like, Paul, are you going to eat your mac and cheese? Like, he's like, you can have it. Like, so you said you're going to finish that to hospital food. <laughs> I'll go there for lunch. But you said that even before, uh, you know, if, if the line's too long at Jones, I'll go to Senior Cedars for a, for a little Caesar. But you said you liked hospitals. You like going there to begin with, even before you went to Cedars, though. Well, I like having to be a patient in a hospital because I like getting drugs. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Why? You don't do drugs anymore, but you, you had an oxy problem? Yeah. So uh, now I just do a podcast with Jason and try to talk over him so people notice me more. <laughs> it's going but pretty well. What do you guys do outside of this? I don't know. Um, Is this your job? Job? N- no. Uh, I, I work with in fashion mostly. Like what kind of fashion? He's a model. I'm a model. No, um, like as a consultant with different brands, like of all sorts. Chris, don't be so, so like, mysterious. Like what? Give me the. Di- I want the discount. You, it's nothing you would want. I don't think. Like, we can maybe what? get you into if you win some awards. We can discuss some Tom Brown for your red carpet. Ooh. Oh, like men's like fancy clothes. Yeah. Dude, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so why did, did you come out here to LA to kick your addiction? No, 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 no. This is years ago. This is years ago. No, I'm just here to hang out um, and exercise. But you, but you still, but you're not in AA or anything. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm. It's been like three and a half years, I think. Wow, that's so great. But yeah. fit, fitness is his anti-drug. Yeah, I fully pivoted to like that guy. Like you're a gym rat. Totally, like a mm. nut job. Like to the point where I'm like hurt right now. So you eat healthy and you go on hikes and stuff. No, I, no, 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 I don't hike. I like do real exercise, like <laughs> run long distances, like work with a trainer, play tennis. Like I don't, I'm not going for a walk on a hill. Where do you guys play tennis? I know a walk on a hill. It's exactly what that is. We it's play in Glendale near Jason's house, actually. Um, Leslie, where, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> what so, is the- so, be- so Betty, <laughs> Betty is Betty is streaming right? on HBO right now. Yeah, it's on HBO Go. And all three seasons, all three seasons of Love are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're big fans of Love on this podcast. I love the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, oh, really- so did you know? Did you recognize Paul when he came in? I mean, he was dressed like Super Mario, but yes, I did recognize him. <laughs> um, yes, but. But He's I, so nice. I, I love the show. And he seems all my like friends a very, very it. nice man. Really? Yeah. Well, I think it was just interesting. I, I just think it, I think when people try to do shows like that, sometimes it doesn't feel um, like it's done by someone who actually lived that way. Does that make sense? It doesn't yeah. feel authentic enough. And it felt like this was made by someone who actually lived this, which I think is tough. You know, that's so nice. Thanks. That really genuinely means a lot to me. It's I also think to do all of it. I also think Jillian Jacobs is hot, so I've followed her career pretty closely. Yeah, um, she's so beautiful. You know, and uh, I OJ, like watching it because I would recognize all the places that you go to on the show, and that's one of my favorite pastimes of television. I know that gas station. I know that apartment complex, etc. So you yeah. know um, Marshall High School? Yep, right by your house. Yeah, that's where they filmed Grease. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Isn't that a fun fact? I love Hollywood, <laughs> baby. This is really my town. I tell you so what. So why don't you move here? Well, I mean, look, if you're going to get – what show can I work on? You know what I mean? Is that what you want to do? No, 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 no. 
You said you work in fashion. I do, but I can act, I can write, I can dance. You know, it's you like it's really it it's really a triple threat. So I'm like Zendaya, you know, it's like a triple <laughs> threat. It's a triple threat situation. If Zendaya was a white guy <laughs> straight at me. Yeah, that's that's my new tagline. If Zendaya was a white guy. Um you can do fashion here. No, you can't. People look like shit here. It's not the right vibe. Um <laughs> Oh, maybe but, that's why you do, you should work here. I don't know anything. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> why don't you come to, uh, that'll be your life's work, making people in Los Angeles finally dress to your standards. Don't buy the Maserati, spend that $100,000 on clothes. Trust me, guys. Um, mm. All right, Leslie, thank you. Stream, stream Betty on HBO, stream Love Wait, on Netflix. How can I find, when is this podcast going up? I'll email you. And the link, and so I'll post it and everything. Yeah, that would be great. And it's just like, you guys just do this podcast to have conversations with people. Like, how did you find some of the people on your podcast, like Pia or whoever? They're friends or like friends of friends, mostly. That's so cool. It's very organic. This yeah, podcast. all, you know, people who do all different types of things from all different parts of the world, just that might be in our network that we feel like they might, you know, have an interesting perspective to talk to for an hour, you know? I think that's so cool. Is it on iTunes? Yeah, it's a it's available yes. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. It's there. I'm so proud of you guys. And we also <laughs> record three episodes a week, Mom. You do? Yeah, that's right. Ugh. So if you've got if you've got any Hollywood friends that you want to suggest, just let us know. Wait, I'll Thank send you. you some names of like friends and people who might want to do it. Yeah, if just anybody, our only requirement is that they have to be down to clown, you know, no fucking over serious dorks. Right. Like no one who's like wearing a mask. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody who's actually wearing a mask. Like, unless you have a lot of followers, you have to have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless there's a, unless I look at your Instagram and there's a letter M on the followers amount, you can't, then we're you, talking. Yeah. yeah. Then we're talking. Then, then oh, you can wear a mask. Shit? There's a letter M. If you have a million, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I never, I am like, I told you guys, like, I'm never on, I didn't even know that. Damn, that's okay. That's not we all, shit. We all teach, we all teach each other and learn from each other on this show, girl. You guys exactly. are so funny and cool. I really like being on this and I will definitely send you some names. Amazing. Thank you for your time, honestly. And, and, and thank you for bringing all of this great television into our lives. <laughs> Thanks. Arpin, you rock. Arthur, you guys are you so awesome. You guys rock and stay in touch. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.